0: Hello league lovers, it's James Graham here for arguments about league over coffee. Today, we're at the butcher's block in Sydney's Golden West. It's origin time, so we've roped in one of New South Wales finest in Luke Lewis. Together, we'll work out how the sides will line up The Tactics New South Wales will need to beat Queensland and debate some of the greatest origin combinations of all time. Luke Lewis, (laughs) Game 1 is around the corner. When you're in camp, can you give us a bit of insight on the level of importance you place on this Game 1? History will tell us that you win Game 1, you're more likely going to win the series, but you can't overload it with importance because if you don't win it, You've still got two games to go and play and you have still got a series to go. So what's
1: the chat around game one? With Origin because you know you've got three games. Out of those three games you've got to play in two best possible games, right? Mate, I think this year is very important because obviously we come off a loss last year. You don't want to be going to Queensland with a loss under your belt. It's very, very hard. You know, to, to beat Queensland up there, the crowd, the, the way that it's played up there is different, the refereed a little bit different, you know, all the little 50-50s seem to go against you. Are you questioning the referees? Yeah, 100%, 10, mate? It's just the way it is, it's origin. origin? It's been out like there for for a million years and even when I was a young kid watching it. You don't always. think the referees can block out the nice? No, no, mate. At the end of the day, mate, they've always sort of got a little bit of uh, something going on. But look, it's just a different kettle of fish. So look, for me, I think this year's super important. But yeah, game one, maybe you can get that under the belt. Takes a little bit of pressure off. Usually game two, you you can sort of see who's won game one, right? Because you know that you've still got two games in, in your back pocket to get it right. And game two, every team who sort of wins game one seems to take the foot off the pedal a little bit. It's not like you'd mean to do it, just mentally sort Yeah, of that's foot subconscious. Off the yeah.
0: Yeah. So part of getting it right. On game one, and the level of importance is getting the right team on the park. Each and every Origin series, there's going to be much debate about who experts would pick, people in the street, who they pick. Do you think New South Wales have
1: got it right? You're going to back them no yeah, matter yeah. what, but is this the right team? Now, we can all have our say right up until it's picked, right? Everyone sits there and thinks this is the best team. Nah, this is a better team. I'd go this way. He should be in. He, he should, should be out. Be Absolutely. Look, I, I, there's changes in that in that blue side that I would have differently, but Freddie and Joey and, and all those boys who have picked the side, they're probably going in with a game plan and saying, this is how we want to play, so we need this crew together. You know what I mean? Is that so, why
0: you think they've gone past of up over Damien Cook? Yeah, it's I do. The style of players that's in the team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Look, Appy Corris has an outstanding number nine. I love the way he plays, especially with that penner side, right? And I reckon Denny Badiris, you know, would have sat and watched his game closely. I understand why they're gone with Abby. And with that forward back that he's playing behind, I think he'll have a blinder. Damian Cook for mine, I think, if you were to say, weigh them two up. Who's playing better footy at the moment? It's probably Damien Cook, right? The, the team's sitting in second. Uh, he's playing good football week in, week out. Everyone was expecting Damien Cook to get picked. But uh, because was performing in his stage before, it, I can see why they picked him. It's the same argument with James Tedesco. Now yeah, Everyone's saying James Tedesco's not playing his best footy, da-da-da. But rewind and cut every state of origin series and look at James Tedesco's performance. He's a state of origin player. He knows what big gut moments are like. He knows how to perform in big moments. He knows what he needs to do. He's got a team who know how to create quick play the balls. And everyone knows when you play against James Tedesco. To get him out of the game, you've got to slow the ruck down. Origin, I've never seen a slow ruck. It's ridiculous. And, and the way that the game's been played today and the speed of the game, I think Tedesco's going to have another uh, outstanding series. One guy that plays in this position that won't be playing fullback, but has been named in the census. Is Tommy Turbo, Tommy Trebovich? Were you surprised that was. he's been given the knot? But Tom Trebovich in that New South Wales side, the way that he recreated the centre role, I think it was two years ago. Yeah, mate. Do you think he can do that again, though? I do. I think he do can you think because he, you think he can almost have free reign to. I think he pop can wherever he wants, or has he got to hold the shape? I think he can purely because his fitness levels at, at fullback. He's still doing a lot of work. He's not having as much impact at fullback at the moment for mainly as what we're used to seeing him because of the, like I said, the injury. But if he can work, if he can get that balance right, like he did in that game where he had an absolute blinder playing in the centre, linking up Latrell Mitchell, you know, swapping sides, and I think he can do that. He's not making, you're not doing as much work, right? So you're out there, you're sort of defending, you're not going to do as much running as well. So he would just insert himself in, in the right spots, and I think his combination will work nicely with Nathan Clear, I reckon i will get it right. So it's a 17-man game, Nico Hines on the bench, you think he's suited to that? Yeah, look, I... I don't think so, personally. If the game's on the line and Nathan Cleary's not the man, they've got so much pressure on Nathan Cleary and they're not coming up with the right play. I don't know if Jerome Lewis will step up and take that opportunity. Sometimes you need someone to go, okay, Nate's getting hammered, I need to take this game. I know Nico, the way that he prepares, especially when you see what he does at the Sharks and and how he prepares himself mentally, physically. I reckon if he was playing six next to Nathan Cleary, the combination would build straight away because he's all about the people around him. So I I like the the Nathan Cleary, uh, Nico Hines combination here. All the the theatre and the subplots around State of Origin. Queensland had been
0: known to pick and stick. They made a few changes though. Obviously, some due to injury, some have retired, which would never, well, in years gone by, Papalihi, yeah. you know, on the eve of Origin selection, announces his retirement. Queenslanders were quick to come out and get stuck into Jack Whiting because, oh, you know, this a Queenslander would never do this. We'd pick and stick. We'd make sure he's in there. Or so oh, actually, mate, has that always been the case? But
1: they just ignore it. Yeah, they do. Um, they can somehow manipulate the media. I don't know how, but somehow they manipulate the media to believe that they're the underdogs, and to believe that they're you know that New South Wales have picked a fast superior team is that the other. Even the times when I was playing and they had the best Queensland team of hit in history, they always seem to be able to flip the script that New South Wales should be going in as favourites here. You know what I mean? So they are very, very good at it. Who would earth would manipulate a media? That's disgraceful yeah, behaviour. Mate, mate. It's a lot. It's all those Queenslanders in the media too. It's a, it's a g up, mate. You reckon they need to go and restructure and get some more New South Walesmen in there? Yeah, absolutely. I do agree, especially around origin time. But uh, in all seriousness, I, I don't mind their side. I know Callum Ponga missed out, right? But what, are played, for, what, do you, what do you reckon on that? Like, he was, a lot he, was, of
0: but he was man of the match in Game 3 last year.
1: He's playing some outstanding a, origins. But I don't think Billy Slater just watched one game and said, yeah, yeah. Reese Walsh is in and Callum Ponga's out. As a, as a New South Wales you know, supporter... I would actually rather see Callum Ponga play there at the moment, purely because mate, he hasn't played as much football. His fitness pro- levels probably aren't there. And the other thing is, if you're, if you're a New South Wales player, I'll be hooking the ball up as hard as I can. My, my goal would be to get down there and absolutely flog him. Because if he gets one bad little knock and like that, you know what it's like now. He yeah, his, yeah. air concussions. Mate, he's gone. It and you have no sympathy. Not music. an Origin arena. Origin arena. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, it's a different. It you're, you're is a different within the within, within, the rules, within the within the rules within the rules. But, but I'm gonna telling to you now, a hard time. you are peppering him. Mate, you are going to run at him every opportunity you get. You're going to have every knee, elbow, forearm <laughs> up into every tackle. <laughs> on that on that. Yeah. Every, on every time you're on the ball, every time you kick the ball, you're going to be put it up. And you know, I'm telling my men to get down there and break him. Absolutely, put everything you got into it and break him in half. It is Origin. Do you see, within the rules. Obviously Don't do anything Reece, stupid. Reece Walsh is going to get the same get the level same of treatment. attention same on debut. The only thing with Reece Walsh is that I think he's got his game very honed in at the moment. If you sprint down on Reece Walsh and you overrun him, he's going to burn you. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I think he's playing pretty tough at the moment as well. And the other good thing is at the moment, he hasn't got those head concussions behind him. One of the, the focus points of this year, it's
0: hard to ignore, is the clamp down on the hip drop tackle. Mm. The bunker intervention you had to bring <laughs> that up they had to bring the hip drop i rest. did i'm sorry mate it's topical
1: right <laughs> Oh, mate. it's topical i mean I, I find it's a basket case to be fair i've got no idea what hip drop is uh, i know they're trying to explain it but i see penalties and people put on report uh, people getting sent into the bin the 10 from just a normal tackle i don't know what's going on with it i just hope to god that origin isn't decided by a tackle that's been made fairly but someone's just pushing through the tackle because they're stronger. Say, so for example, Payne Haas, strong carrier, always makes, ex- you know, post-contact meters. You know, you've got a, young, a, a little fella in front of him, they can't make the tackle pull him down, so he slides around the back. He's his just back falls on. on his leg, it becomes a hip drop. But it's funny, you know, like, because as soon as I saw Reed Barney's one, for example, he's holding onto his shoulders and his leg goes, you know, bottom of half falls onto his legs. You think, oh, he's going to get 10 minutes here because everyone else gets 10 minutes for, uh, for a hip drop. Well, ex- well, why didn't he get 10 minutes? If, it, if if they're saying it's a
0: hip drop. Why didn't he get 10? Why didn't he like, get 10? I've got no idea. I can't so when it comes it to State of Origin, what's going to happen oh, if no. a player stays down? Well, like Because that's have, what, that's what we're seeing. That's the environment that has been set, right? So the environment's been set, like, if a player gets any lower limb contact or, or a half bait crusher.
1: Well, the other thing is to put yourself in the player's shoes, right? You're in Origin, game's on the line. But I feel, I feel a little bit of pressure on the back of my leg. What are you doing? You're going to stay down. Because you're playing within the rules, right? Take the two and win. Yeah. <laughs> can do you imagine? You stay down, get a penalty, take the two, you win. Well, right, I have about Anna? 50 podcasts a week, oh, talking mate. about how it, Origin it, was decided by a non-hip drop. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be an absolute debacle. So my, my favourite thing I hope I see in, in in Origin in games one, two and three is that the, the whistle just goes straight in the back pocket. If we can do that, mate, I reckon we'll have an awesome series. So I think this series, very even, I think everyone's playing some, some outstanding football. Uh, from 1 to 17, oh, I think it's gonna, it makes for a perfect series. So let's just hope to God that there's the hip drops and all these other crazy little 10 minutes in the bins that we've been seeing over the, the course of the start of this season is, is nipped in the butt and we don't see it. And they get a bit of a message to say, listen, adjudicate this game a little bit different. Throw that uh, whistle in your back pocket and that's just the, the survival of the fittest. Let's fast forward, May 31st. Who are your favourites and why? I'm going to New South Wales every day of the week. I think they've got talent all over the park. With someone like Nathan Cleary in the side. I, I I can't go against New South Wales. I'm lean towards the Blues to win. Well, I'm
0: going to tip Queensland, mate. Sorry. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> yeah, just to be different. I want New South Wales to win because I live here and I do support them, but I just can't look past this Queensland team. With Cameron Munster, with Ben Hunt, Harry Grant, that combination, for some reason, it tends to work for Queensland. I reckon they'll get it. The old Queensland spirit. how do New South Wales change what happened last year like what did they get wrong what areas are focused I think I think game 2
1: might have been the, the, the pressure the, the pressure cooker for us so we went out I think we won 44 12 or something yeah, like that right I think I think you're uh, right we got everything right and no, I think we might have just sort of fallen back on our laurels there, like sort of yeah. just, you know, what we played really well. You yeah, look, yeah, Game one, we're a little bit off. Game two, we come out, we smoked them. Uh, we will be fine. Game three, we'll get, we'll get the job done. Game three, I remember being brutal. It was a brutal game. I think there was a, a, few, a few Queenslanders that went off the field. I think uh, three in total. I think three players left in like the first ten minutes. Yeah, two I, from Queensland, one from New South Wales. I remember st- sitting up in the box, calling the game, and I'm going, well, "What the hell are we watching? Mm-hmm. This is a." Talking about gladiator sport, this is the gladiator sport right here, right?
0: Do you think one of the tactics for New South Wales, all is fair in love and war, right? Play dirty a little bit or at least be ready for Queensland to play dirty. Because you think, in my opinion, as a neutral, watching that game, it's great going to State of Origin as a neutral, but I love that brutality, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think New South Wales weren't ready when Dane Gaygay threw that punch at Mount ben, I thought it shocked New, yeah, South, it Wales. New South Wales and I think Queen, Queensland were ready. It was almost like, hang on, we've got all the best players in the competition, we've got the combinations ready and working. they in perhaps, in that, in that arena, it's not necessarily getting the best players on the team. No. It's sometimes having the players that are willing to it's mentally to, tough to not just mentally tough but push the boundaries a little bit because when you wake up in the morning and you read the newspaper or you go after the sheds or in the sheds and you're celebrating after the game, they're not going to be like, oh but you
1: played dirty to get that win. No no no, we won. Yeah, that's right. No one remembers that. Yeah. The only thing they remember is the W, right? Yeah. you bring up that punch from Dane Gay guy. I don't care about the rules. I don't care who you think you are. No, i throw one on your chin, and I think all the boys bought into it. I think like Queensland fought yeah, Queensland. Do you it was it? premeditated. I don't know. Like at the time, no, but the more we talk about it now, and you think about it, and you look back maybe it was maybe it was premeditated maybe he said thank hey, you these boys like, we turn. can't beat these guys on skill <laughs> gonna we're gonna we're to pull them into a dog fight yeah so let's start it with that yeah get them off the game yeah <laughs> like, actually the more you think about it it's actually but, starting to make more sense yeah so dan gago's not a guy who's just gonna get in a punch yeah he gets yeah. into your face and he's uh gets a bit lippy but he's not one of those guys who's gonna get out and throw a punch for no reason <laughs> i remember when i was a kid first thing i yeah. used to do on a wednesday and right out from school, we'd talk about it at school. What are you doing the night? Watching the Origin home? Got friends coming over, family, and the first thing you're waiting for is the fight. When's the fight going to happen? You know, three minutes in, bang, you get the big, uh, you know, first carry. You know, three, four players in there. Next thing you know, there's pushing and shoving. There's a brawl. It's on. It was
0: Origin. You know what's funny, mate, you talk about, you'd go to school and talk about state of origin, come back, have everyone over, have this like big celebration in front of the TV. Because of the time difference in England, I used to leave the house to go to school, wait until I knew my parents would be out, and then you you turn back, go back in and watch it, because it was on at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So it used to be my uh, three days off a year, absent without leave uh, at school. Uh, That's awesome. You spoke earlier about combinations, New South Wales, they've got Cleary, Luai, Isaiah Yo, and Appy to some extent, Martin as well. But let's go back. (laughs) I think we can see the slight edge that perhaps a good combination can give you. What's your favourite origin combination? Oh, yeah, it's hard to uh, pick because it's, uh, you know, you can never. You, you came up against a pretty full, so I, I do
1: believe I like, come up against, the, you know, the best, you know, not two, four combination in origin history. I can't go past the combination of Queensland, Darren Lockyer, Jonathan Thurston, Cam Smith, and Billy Slater. Probably, what, three immortals? Maybe nearly, you can nearly even throw them in the immortal status. Like, it's pretty mind blowing, right? Cam Smith's definitely going to be immortal. Billy Slater changed the way fullback was played, and he's brilliant at, at what he did, and he's still got a great coaching mind now. Jonathan Thurston, well, you know, his resume speaks for itself. And then throw Darren Lockyer in there, you know, Australian captain, state of origin, 50,000 of them. Like, how do you go past that combination? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very hard. Does it ban you that a little it does bit? a little bit, yeah. I, uh, Hated, uh, you know, losing against them. One thing I, I do love about it is that I had the opportunity to play for New South Wales, which is my ultimate childhood dream. I get to, you know, represent all the players that I looked up to in that time, but we had to find a way to beat that best team. They didn't beat us 3-0. It was always one or going into a decider, or it was pretty much always 2-1. But when 2014, when we got them, uh, they had their best team, they fielded their best side, and we beat them. And it was the most amazing feeling, and we knew what we had to do. And we were, we were massive underdogs. That was the only time we sort of got put underdogs at us. Like, no one gave us a chance when, uh, you know, Trent Hawkinson and I think it was Joshie Reynolds were well, the two that was halves. it. I was going
0: to say, the combination in that year yeah. was the Bulldogs pairing. They're quite unfancied Bulldogs pairing. You know, that a lot of people didn't get much of a chance. No. Nah. But- Trent Hockinson, the
1: beautiful little showing and, going, show and was going straight through. But one good thing about Hocko is he was one of those defenders that if you ran your back row around him, he would bend his back and put you on your back. So he was a really good defender, when he was, especially when he was in his prime, right? It was a pretty good combination we had there. We had Jared Hayne at fullback as well, He was on fire, right? It was an amazing uh, series to win.